here's the headline from the Toronto Sun. Voting out the Ontario Liberals didn't come cheap. 38 pink slips that the Liberals will receive, uh, you know, the Liberal MPPs that were departing, that were voted out. Um, departing MPPs own, uh, owed parting gifts of at least $6.1 million in total. The Toronto Sun estimates based on the uh, MPPs' 36 consecutive best-earning months and years of service. Severance packages ranged from about um, 67000 for a parliamentary assistant with four years or less of experience, to about 249000 for a long-term cabinet minister with more than eight years of service. All MPPs are entitled to severance if they quit or are defeated. And so this election's large turnover means far larger severances than the 2014 campaign when 18 departing MPPs all of all political stripes shared about $2.8 million in severance. This is according to the Canadian Taxpayers Federation, and uh, I had to go to the horns and get the expert here on um, on everything severance. Lior Samfira joins us, host of the Employment Hour, tonight at 7 o'clock right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Lior, what is going on here? I mean, it seems crazy to me to hear that if you are an MPP, you're entitled to severance if you quit or are defeated. D- do people that quit normally receive severance? Wow, what a what a difference between that and and say the private sector because by definition severance in the in the usual course is only paid to those where they lost their job by someone else's decision through no fault of their own because their employer decided to let them go. So no, you do not get severance usually if you decide to lose to to leave your job to resign to retire. That's not uh, that's not paid to you no matter what. Very different, of course, than for our uh, MPPs here who are, are guaranteed a very generous severance, not just a severance, but a generous one, even if they resign, even if they've only worked for uh, a week and they decide to resign because, you know what, job wasn't what we thought it was going to be. And there have been some cases where people resign after very short uh, stints. Uh, they're still going to get a lot of money. And, of course, you know who pays for that, right? Uh, we all do. Yeah. These severance packages, Christine Van Gein of the, uh, the Canadian Taxpayer Federation pointed out, are more than, in some cases, the average Ontario voter makes in a year. Where's the incentive to do a good job? Yeah, no, the, the problem here is that, uh, you know, if, if we look at it uh, fairly, is the incentive, the incentive, of course, has to do with whether or not we want people to actually take this job to begin with. We want to get good people. Oftentimes, these good people are in the public se- uh, private sector, I should say. They're successful. Maybe they're, uh, they're uh, making good money in any way. And we tell them, you know what, you got to come in into the public sector. Some of these people are going to take pay cuts going into the public sector. So we need to give them some sort of a safety net to know that if you leave, there's something in it for you. Uh, the problem, of course, is if the average person who doesn't make $116,000 or $130,000 or whatever it is, uh, are going to look at this and say, wait a second, I make a lot less money. I don't have any security. Uh, the law is going to be very different for uh, an MPP than a regular employee, no doubt. I want to talk about former PC leader Patrick Brown, because the, the Sun also talks about him and, and PC MPP Michael Harris, both forced to quit by their own party shortly before the election due to sexual misconduct allegations. Nothing's been proven in court, okay? So it's just allegations. But they would be eligible for severance packages as well. What happens in the real world when you're dealing with something like that? Well, certainly if you resign uh, or, or if you're let go for cause in the real world, then you don't get severance. The only time you get you, you 
get severance if you resign in the real world is if your employer did something to you and you had no choice but to resign, maybe they reduced your pay significantly. But certainly Mr. Brown, Mr. Harris would have received not a dime of severance uh, if they resigned, regardless of the truth of the allegations against them, they would have received nothing. But because they're MPPs, the governing, the governing statute guarantees them a minimum of six months pay. And depending how long they work, they're potentially much more, a month's pay for every year they work there. And of course, these people make good money. So they're going to be seeing significant compensation potentially into the six years which, again, a, pub, a private service or a private employee would have received nothing at all. Um, we are also hearing that MPPs and staffers maintain their benefits for the length of se- their severance period. Do you usually get to keep your benefits during uh, severance? So if you are eligible, in, I guess, in the real world for severance, then yes, the duty of the employer is to keep your benefits going for the severance period or alternatively to pay you an additional dollar amount that you could then use to buy yourself benefits if you so choose. So yes, you would get that if you get severance, but again, these individuals may get it in situations where otherwise severance would not be payable, so they get this additional uh, value and benefit of having a very good uh, benefits package continued potentially for a year or longer. Well, that's going to make people feel a lot better about those poor liberals that have to leave.